Welcome back to Troop Juice and Company, a show where juicing ain't for veggies and fruits, but for jokey jokes and truths, where all minds and perspective can flourish. It's your soon-to-be host of the year, Mikael, a.k.a. Duke, a.k.a. The Best, a.k.a. Big Body Baby. I'm here giving you many episodes of Mixology. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about special guests, forms of reality, if there's a difference in an absence or abusive father, and what personality we don't want in our future kids. So, grab a glass, sit back, relax, and every time you agree with one of us, Take an extra sip. I hope you enjoy. Peace. What's going on, guys? We are back and we are better again and again and again with extra more people. Remember, we got Daft to my right. And at least to my left, and the fine young man to the far left is Equan. Everybody give a round of applause for Equan. Yes, yes, yes. He's a little shy. It's fine. He's gonna, he gonna, he gonna liven up once the, you know, you feel me? Yeah. Mm. Nice. So, um, tell us about you, Mr. Equan. We got, we got a nice little display just for you. Tell us what you got going on here. Uh, so this is my little small business called B Company. Um, I started this up this year and. <laughs> <laughs> no, I started in May. Uh-huh. May, March, which one? January 1st, March, April, May. May. Got it. Yeah. Got it. 525. Um, 525. Why 525? That's when I started. Also because I wore number five football and mm. that's my senior year and 25 my senior Nice. It just kind of happened. It's like, ooh, he's artsy like this. Twisting his universe, you know? Hey, it was meant to be. Exactly. That's why he got it done. So, you want to explain a little bit about what you got, um, what a, what you're looking to do in your company? Uh, so, basically, I just want to be creative. That's, like, one of the biggest things that I was lacking. Mm-hmm. I used to have, like, I was lacking um, during college, towards the end of college and after graduating. I was like, I had the motivation to just do anything. I used to draw a lot. Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh, let me do something to uh, put extra time um, on my hands and just be creative, get lost, have fun. Um, and then I started to realize that I could actually, you know, make stuff and sell it uh, and just have fun doing it. Um, and basically, like, the three top things that I've, I, I want to mention in my company is, you know, for people as well as to be great, Mm-hmm. Um, be expressive mm-hmm. and be creative. Can you explain to us where the B comes from? Oh, the B comes from my last name and my first name. So my last name Brooks and then my first name E and then company. It's originally was supposed to be like for, uh, you know, I went to school for health promotion exercise science. I was trying to do like my own like name brand for fitness type of personal training. That didn't work out. So I was really supposed to be be, be fit, be great. Mm-hmm. But then I just kept thinking, they kept uh, criticizing and making them new names, and I just came up with B. I don't know where it came from. It's just B Company. I, was like, I like it. I was it like, has oh, a the flow. So, mm-hmm. I like, cool. so I liked it, and I just rolled with it. And this is what I got. More things over there. So come check it out. Come make sure you check it out. You got a, you got a website? Uh, no website yet. Just Instagram. Uh, B Company zero twenty five. Spell it out for the people who you know are illiterate. <laughs> B B E C O N P A N Y. Oh, zero two. 
For sure, we're giving more nice round of applause. Hats? It's hats. I have uh, some fisher fishing fisher vests that I like. I just like style. That's like a style I like. It's so my thing is kind of like nature mm-hmm. theme kind of thing. Just well, you, know. you know, going out <laughs> nature, go hiking. You know, just you know, some chop some wood. You know, chop some wood. Some <laughs> go camping. You know, sweaters are coming soon. Uh, hey, uh, I got me a bucket hat. You know, bucket hats. I'm just trying to. Get as much stuff as I can and just get be creative and just sunglasses with the B and the company. That'd be crazy. Sunglasses, you know, wristbands, whatever. Yo, B company. Copyright me for that one. I'm I'm gonna get my hands on a lot of things and just have fun with it. Okay. Are you with us? You are. So I want to make sure she's here. Here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like to move it. She's just be saying her. Yep. 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 Goofy. Yeah. Yep. I'm crying. Um. Well, again, make sure you support our black-owned businesses. Um. Uh, we got our boy Equan with the B Company. Go on his Instagram. It is again what. B-E-C-O-M-P-A-N-I 0525. Nice. 0525. I can come with a jingle easy. I, you, you know me. If y'all know me, I'll be in my time. <laughs> Ain't nothing like to be in the company. Like that. I'm crying. You're starting to hit already? So, Mr. Equan, yes. we all know you in different ways. Can you explain to us whoever you want to start off with? Because I know I'm your favorite, but we just want to talk about <laughs> how you met each and every one. You can go in any order. Please uh, start with this one. Yeah, I'm sorry. With this yeah, one. because <laughs> she's right here. So she's just, I met. Elise. I remember the first time I met you. I met Elise through a, f- a friend in Grasso, which was her uh, roommate, sweet mate. The swim team mate. Sweet, swim team, swim team member, teammate. <laughs> I met her through, I met Elise through her. Um, I had a thing for her. And I was like, I was like, oh, she look good, you know, but. It, her? Who's her? Elise. Oh, okay. But it, 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 you know, it was, was kind of like, it was like, mm, it didn't go through. So uh, like, you know, but no. we remained friends. It was, you know, it was all good. Relatable. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, it just so happened that Annalise was cool with Daph at uh-huh. some point. So I was like, oh, I didn't know you were cool. So, no. Then I met Daph. Oh, you met, you know Daph first? Or you Annalise knew of Daph first? I think, I think. I met you um, soft, freshman, end of freshman year at a chestnut party. Yeah. I think I probably met my, you sophomore year. Yeah, my friend, uh, yeah. my memory, I'm shot, so I. I kind of don't remember when, but I know how and mm-hmm. what happened and where it was, but no, years now. Yeah, okay. No, I'm pretty sure it was the sophomore year, and I think it was because of homegirl, whose name will not be said. Yes. <laughs> Your roommate. <laughs> he wants to know. <laughs> I sure do. I'll find out later. <laughs> I was about to be like, but I forgot the mic. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, But yeah, I met Annalise, uh, I guess, at Chestnut. Um, Chestnut. At, at a party. Yes. Um, 
It was a lit party too. Yeah, it, was a lit party. it was fun. It was my first time going. I'm about out. to say, and at least at a party. Well, yeah, I was gonna. Ask it. She she used to party. Man, fresh, fresh, not really freshman year. year. It was one of no. the more of those times that like um, my swim team person friend was taking me out just to get me out there. But like I wasn't like drinking or anything. I was kind of just like hi people. Okay. Well. What about this one? Yeah. So from oh this one Duke where. I met Duke. I don't know when. <laughs> I know. I, I, I would say like football. It had to be football. Like probably like met, him. Yeah, I would say. Well, he was his locker was next to mine. But like all four years though. No, nah, four years. Yeah, freshman year. You had to meet me. You were close. Sophomore year. It was more sophomore year. That's when we went to the other locker. Yeah, but your locker was, I think, next to mine. I know. Last year, our final year. Yeah, it was for sure. Um, how we met, I don't know. Me neither. I really don't know. Not even the slightest. To capitalize on that, just, yeah, Duke, our last, our senior, uh, playing football, he was in there, my locker room mate on my left side. Yeah. Knowing the fuck out of me. My own friend. <laughs> but I let, I let him be because I was Duke. I was like, bro, this, he's not going to change. Because apparently he just don't get the hint. I just don't want to bother. I remember when he used to come back to the dorm room like, bro, Duke. Duke is always Duke's bothering right. me. <laughs> Bro, Duke would literally come down sit next to me. Yo, bro, I'm just, I'm in, I'm in the zone, just like chilling. Bro, I'm like, bro, why you gotta touch me, bro? Why, why you gotta be so loud, bro? I'm like, I, yo, I used to get there early just to get dressed, be like, all right, I get to He was the reason why I was never late to practice. Like, <laughs> that ass, but he was cool. He was cool. Like, he, low key, low key, I smile on my face. Like, this dude is, it's a jokester, bro. But, that was like my my finer memories of Duke just last year. Just I'm dead. Final memories. Finer. No, fine, final memories. Yeah. Like uh, do I the only memories I I, I know of I have all that, the good that last year of uh, senior uh, last year of football was like the most I could yeah. right there. You know what I mean? So that's what I remember of Duke. But other than that, I seen him around campus. Yeah, everybody knew Duke was. Everybody knew the guy. You feel me? I wasn't as big body. Oh yeah, uh, um, BSU. Um, yeah, Black Student Union. Yeah, modeling that too. You know, used in there. I was in there. Mm-hmm. Probably there first before me. Though. Probably yeah. yeah. I, I was part of BSU, but I was doing modeling. So. Yeah, I made modeling. You guys shit. modeled together. That's a fact. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, those actually kind of go bit. Sure did. Cause you know who was in it? This guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we supported you guys pretty heavily. I hope y'all know, like the whole like you know room we always come down, videos ready, cameras ready. Yeah, I, can't, I can't hear nobody. Can't see nobody. I, don't know I can't see that. no nothing. It was literally straight light. Well, I That's just made sure it was on the snap so you guys knew that we came out. To yeah. Yeah, I went to the games for him because the brother was on We really know. Knew I was <laughs> we know. Even though, granted, even though I started and played, and I, you know, I people barely knew I was on the team. Some people were like, "You was on the football team?" I was like, "Yeah." yeah. <laughs> you ever got that from one of your teammates? Like, if they they didn't know I was on the football team, yeah, no, that's everybody knew. Kind of because you got did a lot of like football players, like nah. at least like in the beginning or something. Like I was Ooh. like, you know, in, in camp prior prior yeah. to yeah. yeah. They all, no, we, it, we all have meetings where it's all of us. Yeah. And then we faces. separate. Okay. Faces. Yeah. You separate into like offense and defense? Yeah. Yeah. And then, okay. and then positions. positions. That's, That's tough. Yeah. That's tough. 
Look at her knowing shit. I had time to observe. Okay, okay. Um, so we already went over Daphne. Okay. Uh, don't know what year. Met Daphne um, at a party in Student Center, Campus Center, one on the West Side. Mm-hmm. And it was, I met her and Anna. And not, well, I knew Nadi, but Nadi was there too. Mm-hmm. And that's when I first met Daphne. Mm-hmm. Was this when I came up to her? Drunk was as like- fuck. <laughs> like, when I said she ran into me, bro, when I was just like, I was kind of like sitting on my laptop. home. And I'm just like, yeah, I was kind of like, oh, the so wait, the first time? First time? No, it wasn't. It wasn't because you know what happened. So Don't like, this <laughs> bullshit story. Bro. So like, I'm gonna like glaze over it, but I was like in the calf and like something, something happened. Like I was made aware of like who Equan was, and then after, but Equan wasn't the one who came up to me. No. So it like it was someone before. else cool. who came up to me and like I was made aware of who Equan was, but I actually kind of knew who he was just like from seeing him like around like campus and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually talked to him first that day because yes, I was drunk, and yes, liquid courage exists. So I, I went up to him. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one. I'm like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> I'm like, all right. But yeah. yeah, I met her that day. I was pretty good at, at the student party. On campus, on West Side, and then from there, took it down. Then me, y'all, and all, everybody else, and, and we were all roomies. Yeah. We were, yeah. except for dude. I'm about to say, yeah, we yeah. were. Roomies. Where was that? We were roomies. That was junior so year. Equan's been. I've been rooming with Equan since oh, for two years. My man was couch hopping. <laughs> couch hopping, you yeah. mean? Yeah. You're not hopping. You're you're just on one couch. Yeah, you had well, just started out. Yeah, well, it did with the chestnut. Yeah, yeah but then was for like whole year. Was in the chestnut, she was on yeah. a, a, a penny. Or sometimes you sleep at, at, yeah, at her dorm. I guess. Like that. That's fine. Couch hopping. It was fun. So, yeah. like, I think this is the perfect time to tell y'all about the time that, like, Equan tried to kill me. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Equan tried to kill you. Equan, like, as y'all know, Equan's a very heavy sleeper. sleeper. Oh, oh, she knows. Yeah, I know. Equan's a very heavy sleeper. So we were in in Chestnut. I was upstairs in my room, and Equan was on the couch in the living room. And we had, like, a space heater because, you know, we were being cheap. We were college students. It was cold, and that's fine. But I'm sleeping, and all I remember is just waking up to a lot of smoke. And then when I got up, it was just, it, the smell was just so potent. Open the door, it was just this cloud of smoke. Go downstairs, smoke as fuck. And all I'm hearing is like the alarm going off. Equan was like, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just like, <laughs> that has I'm like, to be like <laughs> I walk in and I see the space heater, the pillow that's bright red from being burnt by the space heater and just like smoke everywhere. I was like, yeah. So I'm what woke you up? Not the, me. It wasn't alarm. It was a smoke. Like me and Helen. Probably smoke. dying. Like, oh, shit. He got asthma. The nigga got died of yeah, asthma. Yeah. <laughs> that so, thing was right there. Oh, because uh, the the couch is um, it's like leather, right? Yeah. It was leather in my in my pillowcases with silk or, slipped or, off or whatever, and it slipped off. And the heater was like kind of like close to my right head. next to his head. It wasn't right next to me. It was close right where the pillow head. fell and then tilted right into the heater, head. and it was like. Yeah, I'm gonna just cook on up for you. you know? Girl, <laughs> I walked down. He, all he gotta say, yo, I'm sorry. I was asleep. What else was I to say? Like, you know, like, I was like, 
Greg. Yeah, yeah. we could have been at a funeral. Two of them. Two just, of them. Golly. She would have been funeral. the first to go. Yeah, that's, that's why that's he's worried. Burnt up. <laughs> That's I, what he's that. I, I bet you were. I <laughs> bet you were. Alarm didn't even wake him up. Nope. Smoke got her. That's crazy. He, you know he would sleep through that's anything. The alarm, his phone alarm used to go off for hours at like it's 6 it's o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and I remember Nadia and I would look at each other and I'd be like, I'm going out there. <laughs> you, my mom, Shaq, everybody. Oh my everybody. God. Everybody yeah. knew. Like, he was like, Dream, if I could sleep as well as Equan, bro, I would not have any problems. <laughs> I still got problems. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Man, no, clearly you, you sleep through fire. Yeah. Through fire. <laughs> what the hell? How do you hear that? Mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's great here. <laughs> oh my god! When I tell y'all, like it was like smoky, and like it you walk smoky. inside, like you know, all the smoke was up in the ceiling. Yeah, like just hovering, like not no, not no light, fluffy. No. It was straight. It was. Smoke, smoke right in the living room the like, kitchen there's no light you can't that shit was on fire it was on fire i told you the pillow the was window, bright red open the windows and smoke just like <laughs> 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 open the back door <laughs> smoke everywhere bro god damn i was literally up for like two hours just like it's <laughs> like straight smoke bro Everywhere. Yo, he tried to kill me. It yeah. was just me and him too. Crazy. It was just me and him. My man said no witnesses. <laughs> <laughs> See what happened was. What happened was. You know. Well, Chris Benoit. Wild. Equine man. That's how I met these three lovely people. Well, yeah, I mean, clearly she ain't the favorite. Right, <laughs> that's, right, that's quite that's crazy. <laughs> hey, yo, that's hilarious. Oh, well, that's Equine for you. Um, and we'll be back after these messages, um, broadcasted by. So, to get back into business, um, the nice little topic of the of the first topic that we're going to talk about is basically: Do you feel like everything is meant to be, or do you think that we all form our own reality? I'm going to talk to Miss Lisi so she can go first. So it's going off of the idea that, uh, like manifestation and all of that. And, like, do we, like, are you able to manifest stuff? Or is, like, everything that's going to happen, like, just already happening? So, like, even if you try to manifest it, like, what's happening is already about to happen. Thank you. <laughs> so, so that's the idea. what do you, you feel about it? <laughs> about it? Like, what side are you on? So, I... <laughs> Anyway, so I think that I don't really know. I don't really think so I both sides. So I'd like to think that manifesting and stuff is real, but I'm not 100%. Maybe that's why it's not happening because I don't believe. <laughs> but like everything, like is everything just written or like can I like, like for example, if I take a sip of this drink right now, did I manifest that? No. Or, <laughs> or is that just, am I meant to just drink this? Okay, I can. It does. I, if you, that kind of makes sense. It does. I think honestly, I feel like with this topic, it's really what you, what you're talking about. 
I feel what like you the, believe in. Yeah, yeah. That's I feel like in that about. sense, like it was maybe it's a very minimal like example. Um, but like I feel like if you're gonna drink this, it's not like you manifest it or you were supposed to, but your body's telling you to. So that's like a scientific, you know, aspect of it. But like I think you do in a way form your own reality. I feel like there's a bigger picture as like in a destiny, like what you're mm-hmm. technically meant to do. But um I think like on a day to day thing, like you are what you say you are and like if you believe it and then it, it is what it is, you know. Um I don't necessarily think that, you know, you have to say it for it to happen type shit. But like I also think that you know what what you believe in is what was gonna be like just like if you really think you're not a good person or that you you don't deserve certain things then it's not gonna happen but then if you start talking about oh like you know i deserve this or i want this and i can say for myself specifically i've experienced where manifesting actually happened Mm -hmm. so i believe in manifestation i believe that like you know with certain things in your life it's like what you make it out to be um and what you want but i think like there's like a bigger picture of like your destiny if that makes sense mm. i like that your destiny what? <laughs> i don't think i'm destiny i think i'm duke <laughs> <laughs> what about you equan tell, tell me what you're thinking about it this is equan's forte right here my forte yeah can you repeat the question please <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, my memory is shot. Is everything is everything meant to be, or do you form your own reality? That's a bar. Like a rapping song. (laughs) Yes, bar. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Like like a rapping song. (laughs) Uh, I feel like I feel like it's both. Um. You have to, like, basically for that, you have to manifest what you want. But also, it's, uh, you paint your actions towards that thing is essentially comes reality. So, um, it can be both, I think. I don't really have much to say on it. Just both. I have something to say. <laughs> so, like, if we put it towards your business, do you manifest your business to where it's going to be? Or is it just going to... And if you don't manifest it, like, will it ever happen? Like, do you? I feel like as long as I don't man- like put bad thoughts on b- about it, then both of those things will happen. So, do you think like so is manifesting like? Do you think it only applies to good and bad, or, or good or bad? Like you said, like if you don't put no I, bad thoughts, it applies to both. But depending on which one you want to use, if you if you think about good thoughts constantly, even if bad thoughts come up. You know, I like to say once one bad thought, try to think ten good because easy, it's easy to fall off and hard to stay on track. Yeah. So, think that one bad thought is easy to just keep thinking that shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you if you try to tell yourself, all right, you know, think the good thoughts and continue to think the good thoughts, then that's manifestation, which in return will become reality in a sense. So, I, I feel like it's that. both in a, in, in a way. Mm-hmm. As long as I don't think about bad things about my company or about myself or Friends, family, whatever. It would be that's manifestation. That's number one, and then whatever I manifest will come to reality. Mm. What do you think? It's I don't. So 
Is everything meant to be, or do you form your own reality? I mean, yeah, for the f you can form your own reality, but the way that I, the way that I think, is that your reality is different from reality. So it's like the way that I, it's, it's tricky. It's really, it's, it, can, it can be both. So it's like you're like in a bubble. Yes. <laughs> Like your reality, so you know, um, it's the the system out. Oh my god, the um, basically the system's part of people's life. Mm -hmm. You know, it starts with you, and then it goes your parents, and then your 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 family, and then outside sources like churches and stuff, and like community, and goes all that, all the systems in part. But it starts off with you. So if I if I only believe that my reality is like one all and be all, it's not gonna, it, it, I can't form what the actual reality would look like, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So it's like, can't control what the you, outside part. You can't really out, you can't, the outcomes and the results and what's thrown it's at you, it's just gonna come at you. It's gonna come. <laughs> you so you can't prevent nothing coming at you because you, you're not the only person on the planet. Yeah. So, so my reality, I can believe in it, but I have to differentiate my reality and actual reality. Yeah, and what's meant to be will happen. Regardless of the reality, that's how I feel. That's how, that's how I feel. So there's apparently three parts. Then, if I'm going to talk about it, so there's my reality, reality, and what's meant to be, yeah. and that shuts down both of those realities, regardless. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't see actual reality because they're only in their reality. So it's like no matter what you believe, no matter what you see. What's gonna happen to you will happen to you, regardless. Yeah, and, you, and with that, you gotta be prepared for it. Yeah. So it. I think that's where I am. So yeah. it's like it's more than the both. I think it's a lot more philosophical and theoretical and all that, all of them. <laughs> so it's it's a lot of factors put in place. But if we're gonna stick with the, the two, yeah. I think it's hard to just give that answer. So, um, I think, I think I'm gonna go with it's everything is meant to be. Everything is meant to be. Like if I had a, if I had a gun against my head, I had to choose one. That's the one I'm going with. <laughs> <laughs> but like meant to be, how? Like I'm to, because right, like right now, if you want to drink out of that cup, you would drink out of the cup. If right. you don't, you don't. But whatever you do is meant to be. You can't change the future. Okay. You literally yeah. can't change the future. Yeah. yeah. So you, can, you can be like, I'm not going to do nothing today. And be like, okay. The future will be like, all right, cool. You're not going to do nothing? Cool. You know what? You. Got you. I did something today. <laughs> cool. All right, cool. You did something today. The future is literally going to let you do whatever you want to do. But you like, I want to kind of like compare this and this is probably going to be like a little sidebar maybe. But like, I remember... Like, growing up in, like, a church, they used to always talk about, like, you know, oh, like, God knows, God has a plan for you, God has this plan for your life, and, like, all that stuff. So, in my head, I was just like, okay, like, if God has this plan for me, if God already knows what I'm going to do, then what's the point of free will, in a way? 
So like, if he already has this plan for me, then is it my plan or is it his plan? Or like, you you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not making sense. Or yeah. like, I love that. Or like, is it like, you know, if everything's meant to be, if you already have this plan for me, then why are you giving me choices with certain things? Because again, it goes to is whatever choice you make is it's gonna happen. So like you think you don't the make choice a choice is- if you don't make a choice, that was supposed to happen. If you make a choice, that was mm. supposed to happen. You can't change the future, no matter how hard you try. So whatever like, you do. So that so essentially, happen. like we low key don't have a choice then. Because if it's already meant to be, then you can't manifest you can, anything because it's right. already but meant you, to be. You can manifest because you manifest as you making a choice that was supposed so to I So maybe it's the way like manifesting is taking energy to put towards something that's already meant yeah, to thoughts. be. But why would you, why would I have to manifest a blueberry muffin? If that's what you said. If to that's have. what's meant to be already. Why do I have to manifest it when I already well, know I'm going to get the blueberry muffin? It's more so manifest. So way to manifest, I feel like that it that it works is that you don't you won't manifest something that you know you can go yeah. you can make you go right there. You manifest something that you are unaware. So, so this you're is what so this is it. so this is what I mean by your reality and reality and what's meant to be. Yeah. So this is what I mean by that. Oh. So you and your reality can create. A blueberry muffin. So reality is you don't know if your blueberry muffin is, is the best blueberry muffin in the world. You can have your own shop. That's you would manifest having your own shop because it's something that's you don't really know that you have you something you don't you don't know that you have that will or that drive or the talent to actually create your own business of having a blueberry shop. So that's what you would manifest. You would manifest the reality of having your own shop and being your own boss. Yeah, but if it's already meant to happen, I don't have to manifest it because I'm already meant to have my own shop. But you don't know if it's going to happen. It's always too That's why but the it's, manifest. it's meant to, I don't know it's going to happen because it's meant to happen over there. Yeah, but you don't know. So we don't... So I have to manifest it even though it's already going to happen. But you don't know if it's going to happen. That's but the I'm saying I think the that's tale of goes into free will. You just got to let shit. I think that's where free will happens. I think that's where the idea of free will happens because Mm -hmm. you have no idea of what's coming, but it is going to come if you allow it to. So I think that's where the free will comes in Mm -hmm. because if you are fortunate enough to let things happen positively, because all the negative things is going to happen to you regardless, no matter how you duck and dive, we move, you just, it's just going to happen to you. So the positive stuff, I think you, if you don't, if you don't know, which we don't, that is going to happen to you. I think that's where we manifest it to happen to us because it's easy. Like he said, it's easier. It's easier to fall off than to stay on track. So like, I have a question for you guys. Do you think that like, do you think that we would want or we manifest, we can manifest like the things that's not meant for us? Like, say, yeah. like so then if it, we manifest it, they, they say that manifest, if you manifest, like it, it will become a reality. Mm-hmm. It, so can be, it, it can become it a can reality. It can be a reality. Yeah. So then if you manifest something that's not meant for you, that's not part of your journey, that's not part of your your reality. So it's just... Do you think like you can so, you can actually like yeah. manifest hard enough for it to become your reality? 
you'll learn about it in life. If it's not meant for you, then you'll learn that, oh, this wasn't meant for me. You made that choice. I wanted, you made that choice. Simple. Mm. So is manifesting just praying to the universe? I think think that's okay. I kind of combine manifestation, meditation, praying, all that. Energy, all that. One thing, it's all thoughts. It's literally, manifestation is you think about something over and over, I want this, I need this. But if you... It's the same thing. Honestly, you also this is also you telling yourself that you can do it. Yeah. It's, all, it's yeah. also it's also not to the universe, it's to yourself. That's yeah, definitely. It's more it's it's more of like you have to believe. Well, you don't have to believe, but you want to believe mm-hmm. that you're able to receive what it is that you're manifesting. Okay. So, it's good for you or bad for you? Yeah. You'll learn along the way when you get it. Yeah. That you deserve it's good it. for you or bad for you. Yeah. Or you might not ever get it and be all right with that. Damn. It's yeah. like just letting shit happen. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. So if I want to marry Leonardo DiCaprio, uh-huh. I can manifest it. You, you, you can manifest that, but oh I yeah, I'm twenty. That, I'm about to be, you're about to be twenty. I'm about to be twenty six. I'm done. So let's <laughs> find somebody else. I want to marry. <laughs> um, John Hamm. So this is where I go back into my. Uh, Madman. Don Draper. <laughs> so this is where I, this is where I go back to what I feel like my theory is. There's three parts of that. What you're stating is your reality. That's you, your little you want you're manifesting what you want to impact in your reality. Now we all know <laughs> outside of that, uh, the reality well, you is you got to get to Hollywood. You have you got a you got point two percent chance of your reality happening. Yeah. And that I'm might sorry. be and that might be too hot. I'm just throwing out numbers. But you can manifest that and not get it. But you can also manifest it and it happens. And it happens. But, but what I'm how. saying is manifesting, you said, something that it might potentially happen. Yeah, it might be. So what I'm saying is not might. It can possibly. It can possibly. Happen. But it oh also God, it but the possibly possi- the possibility gives you both sides. Like the possibility thing. piece is also can and also can't. Yes. So that's the possibility piece. So you, you where I know, but it's po- okay. So what I'm saying is like, oh my god, it's like possibly, right? Okay. <laughs> I'm just playing like devil's advocate. By the no, way. that's I fine. Just, okay, it's, cool. It's cool. like percentage. So like, I say we're playing something, and I want to throw the, and I want to get it in the cup, mm-hmm. right? Now, possibly, my chances ratios <laughs> that I'll get it in the cup, right? Mm-hmm. But am I manifesting that I'm going to get it in the cup? Or is it like just going to happen because of how it's supposed to happen? I think it'll still be a 50-50. Yeah. I feel like that's... That's like flipping a coin. Yeah. I feel like but, usually... But that's the thing. Like You're thinking about manifesting as such a small thing. Like You don't manifest something small. You kind of manifest something big that you want to happen in the future. Okay. So like Maybe manifest- I'm too direct with it. Yeah. 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 Like you'll manifest Literal. like what you want to happen like once you get to Texas. You'll, you'll manifest like, you mm-hmm. know, maybe getting a better job or something because that's all like, you know, yeah. in the future you can work towards it, little steps mm-hmm. and stuff. Manifesting so is it just a false hope? No. I don't think it's a false hope, but I like how you, I, I like the way you put it. I don't think it's necessarily a false hope. I think it's like, or just like a hope. Hopefully. Yeah, it's a hope Hopeful. in general. Hope, in, hope is still a possibility. Hope yeah. is a is a word that we use to solidify that it also can't happen because we want to think positive. 
So hope is. So my question here is, is that if you're manifesting something and it could possibly happen, but it could possibly not happen, like why not? Why are you manifesting it when what's meant to be is already meant to be? Because you're hoping. So why hope? Because you don't know what's meant to be for you. You don't know what's meant you, to be. You don't know why you woke up today. Yeah. You just woke up today. But like, can we, like, I think like, you ever think about like your destiny or like your purpose in life? Mm-hmm. Like, like when you were saying the whole God's purpose thing, that that, that really hit. <laughs> yeah. Well, for me, just because I, I always thought of that just because like I grew up with really religious like mom and grandma. So like that was always like a thing. Like they could never really answer questions like that for me. So I would like. God got you. Yeah, you just gotta have the faith, and I'm like, okay, That's but like, faith, faith in what? Like, faith, faith mm-hmm. for what? Like, you're not giving me enough answers. But anyways, um, I must say though, when I do like pray or like repeatedly pray or like get into it, I just feel really good. Like really, but I think that's all about like the higher power, or like you feel like your issues is in somebody else's hands. Mm. In a way, I don't like that. You don't like that. Well, yeah, you say I'm not much religious. More, I'm not religious either. I would say I'm more spiritual than religious. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's just so many unanswered questions when it comes to religion Mm. but like with spirituality and with manifestation and stuff like that it's really like i think it's just more about like the energy that you put out into the world like you're manifesting like and you're just really hoping and just i guess hoping but you're just putting all your energy into one thought hoping that it will come true I guess that's the best. Don't just hope. Actually, you have to. You got to work towards it as well. You can think all you want. Like, so let's go back to I want to marry John Hamm. So, what do I have to do to marry John? I have to just hope, but I hope I marry John Hamm. You can manifest too. Also, (laughs) action, but action to get there. So, oh, so, so. But it's it, not magic. Manifest, to LA. Manifesting is not is not magic. But you, so you got to actually like have be able to have reach into John Ham like type thing like in his area. Yeah, <laughs> there's you're, what you're doing is like you're challenging, which is fine. But you're also challenging your chances because what he just said, you can't just manifest. It, manifest is just energy. It's just something that you're doing, you're thinking, you're re, you're just, you're trying to like program into your mind that this is going to happen. But this is where the your reality piece comes. Mm -hmm. Reality means that you have to do something towards what it is you're thinking to get it done. Like we, like if we just take it, if we just take that away and we're just like, we want a new job. It may seem like it's far fetched, but what are we doing to get a new job? Mm. Like it's as simple as that. Like, are we applying? Are we are we okay. calling? Are we calling that that job to make sure they got the application? Is the cap? Is the did you submit the application? Yeah. Like, that's did, like, like that's how you have to see it. Now, if you want to marry John Ham, get famous. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are you doing to be famous? Yeah. Like, what do you, what what is your goal to get famous? So. Like now you're famous. Now you got to be sexy. Now he got to like you. Yeah. Now he got now be. now you 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 have to put yourself in the position that you're man. What and you have to All put right, so yourself in the position. Manifestation is the action. No, the manifest, manifestation. Manifestation is the 
foundation. So, like, for the example, mindset behind the action. Yes. So, yeah. like, for example, okay, that's like, what a I was, couple yeah, years ago, I was for really you. struggling. Like, you know, this was uh, right before the, right before where, when the pandemic first started, hmm. I, I left my job. I didn't want to work there anymore. I left my job. So, I spent, like, a good, like, six months not working. They got to a point where, like, I just wanted something to do. Like, yeah. I wanted a change in my life. For me, so then I started manifesting. I'm like, in three months, I'm not gonna be where I am today, and that's all what that's all that that I manifested yeah. is that in three months, I'm not gonna be where I am today. And I know I wanted to be someplace else, I didn't know where, I didn't know how, I just knew that something was gonna change. Mm -hmm. So, looking back, something did change, but I did the work every single day. Yeah. I was applying to jobs. I was finding a way to move out of my apartment. So like I knew the end goal was to like, you know, not be where I was. So I took little steps to not be where I was. So like manifesting is just, I think of a way is just to, like you said, getting your mind right before you do the job. Now, I like that. Now imagine if you had, you know, I, I can't get the job. You know, I quit. Yeah. That's your fate. You yeah. stop. You could manifest all you want. She could continue to manifest, and then no, I'm gonna just stop it. I'm gonna just wait and see if I come back. Yeah, they never come back. Then that that's what was supposed to happen. You still gotta do the work, even though you want something. And even even then, and even in that situation, even that situation, if you stop, that's your reality, right? There's still actual reality. The your time will still continue to yes, go. Always. It's not going to stop. Never. It doesn't <laughs> stop. So the bills will pile up. Your um, you get kicked out. You don't have no place to go. Can't you get you you can't you can't buy anything in this in this world that we live in. You will be on the streets having that little sign up asking for help. But that's also can I get a quarter? <laughs> but that's also. A reality that you could have chosen to not live. But that's the thing, too. A lot of people don't take accountability for like yes. what happens to their lives. So, like, if something happens where, like, they end up on the street, they're like, oh, like, the world was stacked against me. Okay, but, like, what stacked did you do everybody. to, like, it's, it's stacked against no everybody. If you, if you're knocked down and you decide to stay down, then that's your choice. You yeah. can't, you can't say, oh, life knocked me down and da 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 da. You didn't do enough yeah. to get you to yourself. Like, I know, like, sometimes, like, as hard as you try, life keeps knocking you down. But, like, it really is all about, like, you know, getting back up and, like, doing the, 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 the work to get to where you want to be. Yeah. It's not just going to be handed to you. So, like, if something happens where you feel like you're losing everything, if you're just going to sit there and be like, bro, I lost everything. Everything's, like, against me. I don't want to do this anymore. Then you're going to stay where exactly where you are. And that's where... Again, free will comes into play. Right. Because you have the choice to continue to go the route that you want to go. Mm -hmm. But if you choose to understand that everything that you do will just go down the drain, then it's going to go down the drain. That's where it will be. Yeah. But it's really hard sometimes, like, you know, when you're in, like... To get the right mindset. Yeah. I feel like I see it a lot with, like relationships like be like we talk about all the time like being like 25 like i had 26 or 27, yeah 20 20 in our 20s being, our, <laughs> being in our late 20s like 
if mid late <laughs> I'm in the mid you feel me I'm in the mid them niggas is in the late I'm still in the mid guys yeah yeah you call me the late the high the high 20 anyway but like I was saying like I feel like I see a lot of people are talking about people in relationships and settling down and how I haven't and I like I had an opportunity where I could have and like sometimes it's really hard for people to go against like just settling you know whether it's manifestation whether it's business whether it's like we're moving like you know if we wanted to we could be here in good old Connecticut <laughs> for the rest of our you know what I mean no, no. sorry I didn't know if that was going anywhere but LA that's, that's the dream I would like to I'm a, I'm a West Coast do, habitant how can we do TX what's TX there's no way you can do TX <laughs> did you just ask what's TX? I didn't, I didn't get it. Because <laughs> we're going to Houston. Houston TX? what? I get it. I, I understand <laughs> now. I get it. <laughs> Texas. But see, because Los Angeles is a city, so TX, I was like, you're right. What's TX? We're H-Town. H-Town. Because that's what Beyonce said. Oh, there we go. I don't even know. See, eh? I don't know. Oh, oh. God, I thought it was but anyway, gosh, God, gosh. So, right. what's the gang He's sign gone. we do for Texas? Uh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a gang sign. H. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> 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 Lick is hit. <laughs> Hell yeah! For sure. Look, I see the I see the sleeves rolled up. You know what I mean? Exactly. I don't gotta roll up no sleeves because you feel me. I was the smart one. Um, I mean, I can always take this off. So the people, you. they only want to see arms a little anyway. bit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Chris Brown strip song. Good one. Listen. You thought you were funny. Dude? You thought you were funny. No. Oh. <laughs> yeah. The lick making me laugh. <laughs> okay, so what is this? This is wow. I forgot about this topic. What, after all this laughing, I know. Damn. Should we do something different? We're already here. All right, let's see it through, my boy. <laughs> what is worse? Ooh, I'm about to die. <laughs> what is worse? An absent father or an abusive father? Abusive. <laughs> so what I'm saying is what I'm going off of here is I was having a conversation with a friend mm-hmm. just the other day. Mm-hmm. We both have, you know, mm-hmm. daddy issues. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm about to say it. Okay. No, you just saw your head take 
We, I'm just building this. <laughs> so we both have daddy issues. Mm-hmm. One of us has a father, I guess, who is absent. Mm-hmm. The other one, me, abusive. has a father who was abusive uh. my whole life. And so what's worse, having somebody that was abusive or having somebody that was absent? And I, I understand both have their – It's not great, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not great to be missing a parent. And it's very, like, weird to see my friends with two parents – and think like, oh, like you just talk to your dad, like, and it's normal. Like, it's just very interesting. But I would have to say that the abusive parent is worse just because whether it's physical, emotional, mental, like you have somebody like constantly like putting you down and it's like you have a sandbag after sandbag after sandbag after sandbag. Where it's like if the absent parent is there, it's just kind of like just an, it's, 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 you don't the know. absent parent isn't mm. there. Okay. Yeah, they're not there, so there's nothing going on. So, for example, like if somebody grows up without a dad, like you have your mom to lean on, and like you know she's yeah. But the thing is that like you know you can lean on your mom as a parent, like but like there's there's and I know you're always gonna want a dad, even even if you didn't want a dad, but there are just certain qualities that a mom can't teach you about a dad a dad can't teach you how to be a man they can't teach you like if i if if i didn't have my dad present like i would just wouldn't know certain things and it would like i would be lacking things in some way what Mm -hmm. things are you talking about are you talking about like changing a tire or anything or like um well those things i guess i could learn but i think for me like i just wouldn't know what i would want in a man i just wouldn't know like i just wouldn't know what having a man in the house would be like like you know feel like be be like and like in that way i have to step in a little bit more you know to fill in that void for my mom Mm -hmm. so as you guys all know from my example like i was raised with both parents in a way When I lived in Haiti, I didn't live without my mom. I didn't live with my mom. I was just my dad and the maids and, like, you know, families and whatnot. The maids. (laughs) You guys know it really wasn't like that. But anyways. um, And then when I... (laughs) And then when I came here, like, you know, for a while I didn't have my dad. But I, for the most part, I had both my parents in my life. Um, But... I would also say that, like, you know, having both was cool and stuff like that. But, like, you know, my parents argued a lot and all that jazz. But after my dad left and moved back to Haiti, I felt like I became a huge, um, I guess, shoulder for my mom. Yeah, support. A support, yeah. like, wherever, like, and I, I was really close to my dad, so I became very handy. Mm-hmm. And whatever my mom needed around the house, it was me. If she needed somebody to, like, if she needed a date to go to a wedding, it was me. If she needed somebody to talk to, it was me. So, like, Mm -hmm. in a way, that put a lot of burden on me because I had to be strong for her. Mm -hmm. So, whatever I was going through was never enough because I had to be strong for her in that case. So, in in that sense, it kind of took away some of my childhood or some of my... I don't even know what... So, you think you had to become responsible a lot? A lot more responsible earlier, yeah. So my like counter argument to that would be that is that I've ex- I guess kind of experienced like both. both. Mm-hmm. So I had the father in the house, and I have you know I'm my mom's like shoulder to lean on now because I'm he's not there because he's not there. So like I'm like her emotional support husband as I put it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so but I would a million times 
rather be that emotional support, which I think when we move to Texas is going to be rough to break. Yeah. I think that's when it's really going to like set in and I'm going to like be free and I'm going to see how like much of a burden it was, I guess. But I would take this any day over like being terrified to fall asleep because I was afraid I was going to die. Like it's just, or like being called things or told that I'm, worthless all the time like it's just the mental side of it it's just well, i think i think it for you but there's sense, it's two different mental things i think for you in a sense it has more of a longer lasting effect than me if i had like a, a, maybe like if i had to be my mom's like emotional support husband since i was a kid then it would have been a lot more on me but like i was in college when it started mm-hmm. you know um, so I think for you, it just has more of a longer residual effect than me. I think for me, like whenever, whenever it's time, like, and I move on and I have my own kids, I have my own family, like that's pretty much, I guess it in a way for me and my mom, like I'm still going to be there for her. I'm still going to be her support and whatnot. But, um, I feel like it, maybe it won't be, I won't have to sacrifice so much because I know I had to sacrifice a lot of my feelings, a lot of my time, a lot of like, you know, my happiness in order to make things okay for my mom because she didn't really have anyone else to mm-hmm. like, you know, turn to. So, I don't know. I think I, I think I think I agree with the abusive one is worse. Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. So, that's not how it's supposed to be. <laughs> it's not supposed to be like that. You supposed it's to, it's supposed, supposed to be to- He's supposed to be a leader, so he supposed to show you things rather than, you know. I think it's because, so I'm absent father. So the way I see it is absent father makes you, it, it, it slows down your development. Yeah. Absent father. Abusive father that is hinders your development. They're kind of in the same realm, uh, slows down and hinder. Yeah. But what I mean by hinder is like having. I think, I think I think having an absent father speeds up your growth. No, 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 no. Not not growth. Yeah, I I agree because this friend I was talking to has had to be like. So you know. the way the way growth works, but quote me by psychology, <laughs> not me, not me. Okay, <laughs> all right. The way growth works, if you speed up. You are slowing down because you didn't develop in the stages mm-hmm. in the time that you needed to, yeah. to for you to develop into the per, into the fully grown person that you are. Yeah. So you're speeding up because you have to, which slows you down. Yeah. Hindering as the abusive one is that you are going inside yourself and believing what it is you have to believe you're because limi- this is, you're, limiting, you're yourself. limiting yourself based on the person that you have to ide- you subconsciously idealize yeah. mm. idolize idolize not idolize idolize o l not e a l sorry <laughs> idolize because you know you're connected to this person by by blood yeah so someone who you don't even know why you have to love is making you second guess said love and i feel like we are based off of two things life and love everything else you learn right so if someone who's abusing you 
You don't know it's abuse until you talk to other people. You don't know this abuse. You can't. You, that's what I mean. Life and love. Your life is abuse. So you don't know that it's not. It's And something inside you feels like it's tearing you away from the love that you have from this person. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's what I mean by hindering you. Yeah. So that's why I feel like it's worse because you, you the absent father, it just opens. It, it, it opens your mind up a little more but having too much openness early on in life can slow you down because it's like the two people in your family i mean two people in your family two people raising you you have two different perspectives whether it's male and female female and female male and male you still have two completely different perspectives Mm -hmm. and the way that you go on to your life you based off what it is the res- the perspective is that you've been you know you've been raised to think, yeah. and then you have your own type of you know how you interpret it because you think what it is that they think they want you and it completely completely different. But having an absent father, you just have more opportunity to like fill that void. But when you have the father and they're abusive, you have to figure out, is this the way he loves? Is this the way that I'm supposed to love? Yeah. Or do I deserve you're, his love? You're or you're, you're, you're like, you know. you're being, you don't know how to think. Yeah. Because your mom, who I'm assuming is not abusing you, um, because if you have both parents, that's abusing you. That's a, yeah. that's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's a, I can't even, uh, I'm wrong. <laughs> I can't Shout even, out to the, you know, uh, people the that one, through that. yes, and still, it's still rocking. Yes, you know I mean? please. We love y'all. We love y'all even though we don't know you. And we love you because somebody has to. They love you. They just don't know how to because they were abused. Because what they went through. Um, so if you have the abusive one, the abusive father, it's more of you, you're hindered by what it is that he's trying to tell you. And you have to... You have to, you, you, you don't have to, but you are unfortunately loving him because that's your father yeah. and your mom is dealing with him. So you have to deal with them because you most likely are closer to your mom or the other parent that was raising you. Yeah. Um, so it's, I, it's, I think it's more difficult. It's just more difficult I with an like, abusive, abusive father because you have to come back to that man. Yeah. Or I feel, I feel like with the, the absent father, you still can learn. Yeah. It's just not, he's not abusive all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, you can see the movies or in real life, you see that he's abusive or he's verbally abusive, but sometimes there's days where it's, it's all right. Mm-hmm. Learn from him, you learn how to do this, learn this. You see that he's, he could be a nice guy because you had that love for him, mm-hmm. but majority of times is, it's just, yeah. I don't, I can't relate to that, but that's just yeah. what I see from movies or just hearing and, and just thinking about. Mm-hmm. That's just what I think of where absent father, what I can more relate to is, you know, my mom used to tell me, you just like your father. I'm like, how the fuck would I know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, it was, it's like, it, that kind of hit because like, damn, how the fuck would I know if I'm like somebody that I, never, I would never to this day meet? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I probably met once or twice, but it's kind of like, you can't learn from that. Mm-hmm. You can't learn from nothing from him. You know what I mean? Because he's not there. You know, I mean, I'm not saying I would rather have an abusive father than an absent father, um, um, absent father than an abusive father. But um, with the with the abusive father, it's kind of like you know, you still can learn from them. They're not always 100. percent You, you can interpret what it is that they're being. They're, they're trying. They're I, I, in some cases, I think you could you could tell that they're trying to 
like certain things they might say to you might seem harsh, but they're just trying to teach you because it's sometimes tough love. They just don't know how to communicate. Oh. Exactly. They don't, know, they don't know how to speak their words. They don't know how to express themselves in that loving manner. Yes. Yeah. So they, you fucking lazy. You got to learn how to be better at this. Like, you're just like, you know, I, yeah, you know, like, it's also learned behavior expressing though. yourself too. Like at the same time, like you express yourself, like that's how you know how to express it's, yourself. Yeah. You yeah. don't know how to do it and stuff like that. Okay. But like, there's still going to have to come a time. I feel like in a healthy person where even though like you don't really know how to express certain disappointments or certain things that your kid does, but I feel like at least once or at least sometimes you got to at least let your kid know this is what you did well. You know what I mean? And I I know like as an abusive uh, father, like that's all you probably do, but just like for lack of better terms, just to be better, like or healthier. I think like, you know, even though you know more about like my dad, for example, my dad, he spent a lot of times telling me what I was doing wrong. Like if you did something wrong or like if you were lacking common sense on doing something the right way or something like that, he'll take that time and make sure you know that like, you know, you fucked up by doing this or like, oh damn, like you don't, can't you use your brain and shit like that? So my dad would say stuff like that to me, but I know like, you know, he was doing it for the better because there are other times where he'll balance that out and be like, okay, like, oh, like, wow, like you did this right. Like, look at you. I'm proud of you for doing something like Sometimes that. Sometimes those type of dads aren't as... They're not really abusive. Sometimes they come out abusive, like abusive. You know what I mean? But it's, you know, some people, you know, it can seem like it, it's abusive because the way they're talking to you. I would not say my dad's abusive. I would definitely say my dad lacks Just emotion. Hard, tough love. Tough love. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, yeah. he was raised by like a, a dad himself. He didn't yeah. really have much of a father figure in his life. But again, that does not excuse anything. Like you, you, you had three daughters and you live with a wife. So like, you know, there are plenty of times where you could have learned to, you know, see things better or like, you know. Definitely. I think to go back to the abusive ones who actually are abusive, mm-hmm. I think the reason as justification, the reason why they don't do that is because if they do, they have the mom. So they're, they're, they, they become more abusive and more abusive over time due to their the the, the the deterioration of their own mind that too mm-hmm. and the fact that they don't need to be the one that's nurturing no. they have mom. the mom I'm, I'm, go to mom when you want. i'm here to make sure that you don't discipline you don't you you don't spend my money in the wrong way but sometimes you don't I feel like the time, a lot of times, like they, they fault the moms for being too nurturing. Yeah. They're abusive to everybody. You can't just be abusive to one person. Also, money abuse is like a big thing. So you said, like, don't spend my money the wrong way. Yeah. But like, I could spend money on like a pack of gum and like, I'm, or like, we have to get groceries and we're throwing, my mom's throwing all the money away and she's a, Mm-hmm. That. So, like, but that's, that's my point. Like you, it's 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 abusive to everything. Yeah. So that's I think that's their justification. They don't need mm-hmm. to be the one that is teaching you like the loving way because they don't have to because Someone they didn't. They also didn't get it. Most most likely. Most likely. Yeah, it's it. all psychology. Yeah, it's most likely they didn't but get it. At the like same word, time. So. I think at the same time, I think it's very dumb <laughs> that like, you know, you, again, like is, is just people and how they think and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think it's, 
extremely dumb like when you're raised some way and you think that's the only way that there is like i know i know sometimes it's hard to change your ways and like all that stuff but i think like there comes a time where you got to stop making excuses with with, like you know how you were raised and like this is how i was raised yeah the love that you didn't get and that's that's why you're justifying the way you're treating me i think it's like a mindset thing because that's how i kind of things are with like my dad is my dad also i think it's like traveling out so with my dad, like he never left our town. He never left. That's Southington. where I was gonna go. Never left Southington at all. Yeah. And so I, even though like, I mean, I'm making moves now, but like the farthest I ever traveled was like Danbury or like DR, New Haven, DR, Puerto Rico, gang gang. Um, you know, so like, but for me, tr- going to Danbury was like the biggest, mm. the culture biggest shock. culture shock ever. This is what- <laughs> no, but in my house, in my house, if you weren't in Southington and you weren't Italian in Southington in the street we were living, everything else was dirty ghetto. Oh, everything else. That's why I can't. I was constantly told that I get I was, it. I was, yeah. I was, yeah. If you if you wake up to red cups, go to schools with red cups. That's what I go I'm to saying. vacations with red cups. I'm my dad raised go to church. The red cups. Like the world is you. just too big for you to just be okay with. Well, no, it's and I know it's like how you were raised. I know that's like everything, all that but and stuff it's like that. Fear. And that's how it is. It's fear. So he says everybody else is bad because everything else in this. And that's why I'm good. saying it's so sad because, like, yeah, you know, it really is just one mindset. And like, you know, I'm not saying like it's necessarily bad. It's good and stuff like that. But like, there's like such a big world out there. Mm-hmm. My mu- my dad is okay with staying in Haiti. Right now, Haiti is like terrible, terrible, about to tear itself up. The UN's like on its way there now, type thing. Um, and he's just gardening, just chilling. But he's that's gardening. your reality. No, I know, but like I'm and just saying, like I think, like again, it's, you said it's, like it's, your reality. Everybody to each their own, to each their own, yeah. to each their own. But the way I see things is that like. It's Branch hard. out. Like, life is too big. Life is too... The world's too big. Life is too short for you to just, like, have one mindset and think that it's the best mindset. If I agree with that. Open, it's like, it's I agree like, with that. that. I agree with that. Do they ever question? Like, yeah. But you can only question if there's a if there's an orange cup there. But no, like, yeah. just be like... If you're surrounded by red cups thinking about the same thing, you cannot if, question. But it's like, what if... It's like... Is this enough? Abuse of dad. Abuse of dad. What if I don't... What if I... Treat them different, the better way. But what I'm saying is you don't even realize it because when I said dirty ghetto and you guys all went like, whoa, like Mm -hmm. that's so normal to me that that, like your guys' reaction, like, like I, like, if y'all know, like you guys, y'all knew where Annalise lived before. It was not the dirty ghetto. But no, what I'm saying is like, (laughs) it's amazing to me that that's like so like jaw-dropping to you because like I heard that every day and that was like, just like. Like so you don't realize like, that like there's different thoughts really out there. Like, do you get what I'm saying? It was such yeah. my normal That's that why I don't I, even realize that. Like, is that why you hate where you live now? Because it's the dirty ghetto in my house right now. Mm-hmm. I just don't like it because it's in the woods. I'm about to say it's in the, the most just, scariest spot. Somebody could, <laughs> and I lose I mean, every I, time I, I'm I, driving past like my the high school to go to my house. Like when I lose you guys in a call, I lose my song. Stop playing in the car. I just don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> It's just there's a lot of trees. So to go back to what she said about 
you know, the, uh, the life is so big. Life is only as big as you make it as, mm, as you're exposed to, mm. because you can't make something that doesn't exist to you. Yeah, yeah you can. In terms of that, yeah, you but can. We, because you know, we is kind of, I mean, we didn't do it, but you, you, many other people expose you to other different things. Yeah. Ma- yeah. Imagine a French. But my point us. is, my like, point is that you know that there's a bigger life out there. But that might, but that, might, that diminishes what I what I'm just saying. Imagine you, if Inley's never met us, never went to Danbury, or she, she stayed to college. If I went to Central, she could have the mindset. I wonder what it would be like out there and la la la. No, I was she, supposed to get married to an Italian man, stay in Southern, going to move three feet from my house. And that's house. what I'm saying. If you was to do that, she would have dreamed about going somewhere else. And she probably never went to Puerto Rico. She probably just been in Southern. So, so I would have never left. By exposure, like everything can be like you can't do this, you can't do that, you got to do this, you can't do that. People live like that. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's a possibility. That's so raised by the church, raised by the family, you can only watch this. This is the devil. This is the sin. People, people live like that. I, know I don't agree, that. but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Everybody has the possibility. To not be, to not accept that there's extra exposure because of what they've been exposed to. Mm-hmm. I can just, like you said in the last podcast, it took you some time to not really, to not, to, to know that what your parents taught you is not be your all end all. Mm-hmm. Like you had to learn that. Mm-hmm. People were just like, that's not my mom said. My mama said, Mm-mm, you but, how, but how did she learn that? Yeah. How did you learn that? You went to college. You met people. What you were exposed to. Exactly. Your parents. You could, your parents will not expose you to the things that they gonna, don't want you to get to. They're gonna do what's best for you in their and, eyes. At any at any means necessary. They're in their do, eyes. This is what this is what we're gonna do. And this is where the abusive part comes but that's, in. But at the same time, like I gotta say, before college, I knew that like this simple life was not gonna be for me. But what high school you went to? But no. That is a. Private or public? Public. That's exposure. That's exposure. Yeah, but my private point, will teach you Catholic no. school. Private school will teach you so many different things that you need to. However, the friends that you have are either red cups or orange cups. I understand that, but like at the same, okay, but like your friends aren't the only gun- person, people that's going to exp- expose you. Like the, <laughs> growing up, that's the only yeah. people you care about. That's, that's, that's right, but that growing happens. up, like I, I grew up in a household where friends weren't the priority. Like I did, like Not outside, at home, but at school, but outside of school, I didn't have like if like school was maybe like my whole world, but mm. outside of school, I didn't know anybody else. Even with the friends that I was friends with in high school, I knew they weren't lifelong friends. I knew they were just basically like acquaintances for school yeah you know what i mean just so, to get you by yeah because like at home like you only focus with like i guess like home life but i knew that i didn't want that simple mediocre type of life that so you, like with that you could say major- you along with majority or few people can think that way but, but not I, a lot of people can think the way that like, you think, but you however, think. I, I would say my experiences, I would say my experiences changed my mind with the things I was learning. I wouldn't say necessarily my exposure because I wasn't exposed to a lot of things 
up until college, but I still had the mindset that I had. But you also got to remember, you didn't start off where it is that your mom is now. You came from a whole different country. Yeah. But that's part of exposure. You you came from a simple, original, like simple, like people lived there their whole entire life. My point is from his pops, from her pops. Oh, sorry, not his. Her pops <laughs> stayed, was born, stayed, and still probably like is. three in, generations. In Southington. If you, if you would if you were a part of that three generation in Haiti, you wouldn't have the mindset that you have. I probably and you, still would. You came. You it would came, probably been a smaller. But that's but my point. Like your, ex, your exposure yeah. expanded when you came to a whole different country. How to learn English? How to how to learn what it is like the different? Like you're gonna still learn. School you know, system. you have to learn so many different things. Like your experience is your exposure. Yeah. Like you came from a whole different country yeah, who spoke a whole different language. About, like the friends that you're exposed to and all that stuff. Like I don't think those necessarily impacted. Like you have had to. They had some. You have friends in Haiti that 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 teach you a whole different way. That a people that the friends that you you don't have to be friends. Like the people that are not your family. This, this is what I mean. Anybody, yeah. your associates, the people that you met, the people you say hi to, these are exposures that you're given because you could just keep, you can just say no to these niggas. I'm from Haiti. I don't fuck with you. Or you can disregard what they're saying to you. You cannot learn English. Okay, cool. You, you, you're making these choices based off, yes, you have been gifted the development of learning like this. I, I've learned, I was, th- I was thinking like this in Haiti. I'm, it's not going to work here. Mm. You, it's, it's, you didn't make that decision. It was self-conscious. You made the decision to expand the fact that it's more to life than how I lived in Haiti. No, because you got to think about it. When I lived in Haiti, I was a kid. So I didn't exactly. Really, I was a kid. So none of like the whole like what I wanted to do, like growing up, like none of that shit like actually formed until I came here because I was older. I was able to think. When I was in Haiti, all I cared about was playing and climbing trees and shit like that. You're limiting. You're, lim- you're limiting your yeah. your exposure. But at some point, people influence you. Not hundred percent. You but something influenced you. It you, came from something. You can't. You can't. TV shows, movies. Something. You can't write down what it is that you've been exposed to. That's just what it is. No, I know. However, the different phases of when you got to here is because you didn't stay where her father stayed. Yeah. You didn't stay in the same mindset. You, you got to move out and branch out. So you got to move from like here. No matter what age. Here. Because you're still exposed. The thing is, how exposure works so is think, not just. So, so my dad wasn't exposed. So, so, he was, so if he was exposed and he still had this still mindset, then he still had his the same mindset as if he stayed in like. It probably most likely would have changed. Slightly. Yeah, I slightly. think he. It, Cause you, know, know. you still don't know how it. How it was it also could, different. But. It was also different times. You got to keep in mind. But like, yeah, I, I, think, I think it gotta be who you are because, like, again, I'm gonna give another. My dad, he spent his whole life in Haiti. That was his. That he for him that was his comfort zone. That's for him though. Okay, but like, even when he came here with a whole different exposure, with a lot of different people around him, that, he experienced that and didn't like it, right? And he went back to, probably, he right. probably didn't like it, but went back to Haiti, right? That, ne- but his mindset never changed. Yeah. So but, even if he came that's, here, but that's from your perspective. That's only one person. We're talking about it's a possibility that 
something. Another man from Haiti that had a family, had three daughters, and came to America. He probably would have you know, I like America. I want to go. I want to stay so here. So you're saying if there was another man from Haiti who never came to America, your dad would have more exposure. Poss- so he might think differently than somebody who never. Yes. Left. Yes. You- it's a possibility that that could happen. I'm not saying it's, it, that's 100%. Yes, it's going to happen. Before he came here. When, what the person that he was before it's, it, it is the person that you were yesterday. You're not the same person today. It's just, it doesn't matter what it is, where you are, who you are. You're, you, you, you can accept that this is who you are, but even in here, you know, something changed. You can accept that. Nah, this is just me. However, so, you're a, a little less harsh. You're a little less. Laid back, you're a little, you're a little less than something than when you were yesterday. You regardless, somehow. You're so just- I have a question. Your dad came here, and you're saying he moved back and still has the same mindset. When he was here, did he branch out here, or no. did he just? He did though. My mom he tried did. to make him branch out, but he so, did. Like he but was when he was here, he was exposed to different things, to different people. He did different things. My mom like had him like you know we went to like Florida, we went to like um Virginia and all that stuff, but like. He was still the same person. Like, he was still the person. He, he probably had the same approach, but he definitely wasn't the same person. And on top of that, that's many years of... When, when did... when? Well, how old was he when he moved? He was... He was. He already spent all, like, most of his no, teens and Oh, like years. the developmental so, like, years. So, like, so I'm by, saying, like, not all the time, like, yeah. your exposure will change who you yeah. are. It might okay. change... You know how you view certain things. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It might, like, you know, mm-hmm. validate... You know your thoughts on certain things, like like my dad. For for him moving here validated that, like you know him staying in Haiti, that's his life. Exactly. You know, but like he knows that, like before he came here, he knew he didn't want to come here. He mm-hmm. knew Haiti was his home country. Mm-hmm. He came here, he experienced a life he didn't like it. He went back and like so it didn't change him. It didn't change really his mm-hmm. mindset in a way. It just mostly validated his mindset that like what he knows that's what he's sticking with but that's what he accepted he chose not to he he chose to not want to accept the exposure he was given but he like you said the things that you formed was when you were older he already formed what it is that his thought process was what I'm saying is you were yeah, what they're saying is that when you were young and like you know you have years your younger years you came here when you were like four whereas like so or, i don't know four right age stuff. but like nine but <laughs> stop you know what i mean <laughs> young what i'm saying is, is like you were still like a kid you're still brain is you're, still, you're, you're that's still developing so as a kid if you see Zebras. You see, yeah, you see zebras is like, whoa. Cool. You're like, Ooh, I but if this. you didn't see zebras till you're 50, you're like, that's not a zebra. Fucking zebras. I see them on TV. <laughs> but so he was already yeah. at, at a state where he's like, I have kids. Bro. But I think also it's something that comes into play would be like mental health. That as well. Like, if it's, but you can't change that. Do, well, it, it can, mental health can't alter based yeah. on your exposure. But you have to, even in your mental health issues, you still have to accept what it is you're being exposed to. If you just accept this is my mental health, somewhere in there, whether it's derailed or not, somewhere you can accept something because you, even with a mental ailment, you still weren't the same person when you were five. 
when you were 20 or 30 or 50, you may still be very, 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 very disabled, but you still didn't think the way that you thought when you were five or 10 or 15 or 20 or 35. That's just. I was just thinking, just talking more of like the broader scheme. Like back then, I knew I didn't want a simple life. Like I, it was the same back then as it is now. That's what I mostly was talking about when it comes to like your exposure. I was in Haiti. I was exposed to the life in Haiti. I knew I didn't want to stay there. You didn't want life. to stay there. Yeah. I came here. I lived the life. I know what I, I'm older now. I know what I was exposed to, my mm-hmm. experiences and stuff. And I still know I don't want a simple life. Yeah. But you, if everyone, if you were taught in Haiti that nothing exists except for Haiti, you can't think. That you want more than life in Haiti. I mean, but everybody you knows can, something. Well, she can want more. She can want in more okay, than what like, she had in Haiti. So, for example, for example, I was raised where like religion was the only thing, like like that, like Christianity and like Catholicism was the mm-hmm. only thing that I knew. Like there was nothing else behind besides it. Okay. And then, like, I came here, and like, I, I'm still, I'm still raised the same way, mm-hmm. but like, I still had my my thoughts about it. I still questioned it. So just because that's something I know that, like, that I, they taught me, there's no other thing besides this. I still know, like, okay, if there's nothing besides it, then there must be nothing. Mm-hmm. So I'm focusing on there's nothing because that's not, you know, like you, you still said, have that choice. It. Right. So, like, even though, like, you're exposed, you know there's nothing else. Even though there's nothing else, but there's still that nothing else. So yeah. You, it's not that. So yeah. Like, but you still have a choice to to make that decision. Right. Like, you, you either do or you don't. That's what I'm saying. It's just when you do, you can only do it based on what it is you're taught. Like, you, you're over time, you're taught. You, you're, you're, you, you interpret what it is that you're being taught. Like you, so I, is, is being taught in like experience, like the same thing? No. So like, because you can learn, because what it is that you experience you said being taught. So like you're, so you're not being taught like your exposures, like you're being exposed to different things. You learn your, what your exposures mean, but you're taught like a definition of what it is that's in front of you. The definition is consensus of the world, of what it is, of everyone, that the majority. But your experience is you. Right. So you, you learn to understand by what it is that you're taught and you make your decision on which way you go. So like in, a, in, in like, you know, in Annalise's in example and stuff like that, like her dad, like staying here and only knowing here and you're whispering. In Annalise's example, and <laughs> in Annalise's example, where like her dad was like, you know, that was the only thing that he was taught. So like he chose. He chose. He chose to keep thinking yeah. that way because his mental health, and it was just easiest. And that's another what we were talking about before is like people just settle, and those are the ideas that he wanted Comfort to zone. think, and it's comforting yeah. to him. And it's too he's too scared <laughs> to branch out and see new or different things, and it's just. So it's easier to just say and to make himself feel better because he has no self-confidence and I'm not saying And that, that goes back know. to what you were saying. To say like, oh, like, you know, everything outside of Southington is just whack, trash. Do you think like, you know, it, things will actually like, if he went out and branched out and experienced different things, do you think that would change like the way No, he, because we've gone out no. to it. No, it's at too- At this time, he's no. Too, it's too- 
based off the therapy I mean, my brother has. And if he has mental, me, if he has mental illness, then definitely no. We're not saying he does have mental illness because we can't say that. <laughs> he said if. if I did okay, say I know. <laughs> I'm so. I just have to. No, I just, yeah. um, but um, based off of things that my brother has said, um, just with my his own relationship with my dad. Um, there, I don't think there's any change. I think once you get to a certain point of thinking for something so long, is that there it's is no difficult. going back. And like, I really wish, even like, you know, I don't know. I just, this is, this is a good connect for I just the first really, topic when we talk about like why people change yeah. and if people want to change and stuff. They yeah. would have to like, want to. They would have yeah. to, how they yeah. think. You would have to believe. Well, there was some point in your life where you have to believe the way that you think is a, is 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 a problem or is wrong or is can be adjusted. Can be adjusted. Like you would have to believe that what you're thinking is not 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 the only way. Or oh, it's a problem. Mm. If you don't think something is a problem, you can't fix it. Yeah, so if nothing is broken, what are you fixing? To you. Your reality, and then reality, and then everything is going to happen. But it's regardless. almost like you're almost creating. It's almost like you're so anxious that your reality will get broken that you just keep like hounding it on other people. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tough. It's it's it's, it's a tough. But thing. I would definitely say the abusive, abusive is worse because it's like like as a metal. As a picture, it's like throwing just sandbags on you. Whereas, like, absent father, it's like you you don't know what you're missing. You don't know what you're missing, and your dad could be. (laughs) That's not our great, right? (laughs) Well, I mean, both both aren't ideal. But what I'm saying is, is like, you don't have to carry, like, you don't have to feel. Yes, for the rest of my freaking deacon life. I experienced nothing. Exactly. Yeah, granted, granted, so it's like your dad story. in your mind, your dad can like you know how they say little kids are like, My dad's Superman. Yeah. Like you can do be you, like you build your confidence off that second perspective. Yeah. Do you think that you Just lack that. anything or that like maybe you miss out on certain things uh, or you wish you could have done things I mean, different? Yeah. I think I think I like confidence. Mm-hmm. Uh uh communication, because a lot of times with you know, especially living all, with all women, well, my sister, my little sister, my mother, being on the grandson of my family, it was more like, you know, they came at me. It was kind of like, you know what, I'm straight. You got it. You won. But I'm that's <laughs> but that's also because of the way society raised men. Yeah. We, we have to well, accept that whatever a woman says goes. You feel me? So I'm without that father figure, he can't be like he Nah, this he, is how it's going This to is be. how it's supposed you know I mean? to be. So you guys think that whatever women says goes? That's, that's crazy. Because my how, house it was like you ain't shit. I was told as a kid that because I'm a woman that I get nothing. Bro, uh, and that I I am abusive father would be like you got to understand why I'm saying no to you. Yeah. He's going to elaborate and tell you, "No, I don't want you to do this." Not you ain't shit, or I don't want you to because you're a piece of shit and all this other crap. You know what I mean? Like, just it, it, he's gonna explain certain things differently than an abusive father. He, he'll let you know, like you know, he's gonna be assertive. But hopefully, he's be, hopefully, yeah. because not all the time my parents told me why they were whooping my ass. Facts, yeah. facts, facts, facts. But like at least, <laughs> at least, facts. like you know, once they're done whooping your ass, yeah. you know, they'll probably come back and be like, you know, this is what you did wrong, and like you know, this is why, like I mm-hmm. had to do what I what I did. 
And I'm yeah. not saying that's what happened to me. But like, I have to say that I'm very lucky that it wasn't like physical or anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were so, threats. Like, I definitely got it. No, okay. I got there were a lot of threats. So I remember just as a kid, just my dad would say that he would slam my head up against the wall and watch the blood dry as it ran down. Um, but it was <laughs> never. Sorry. There was only one time that I almost remember him getting Double physical with my sister. Yeah. Is that she didn't do something that he wanted her to do. Because he would ask us to do one thing. But, like, he went to, like, almost grab her hair and, like, yank it back. But he just stopped. Like, I just remember watching from out the window and he was like this. And he just stopped. And then he was like, Abby! That's my sister's name. But, like, never <laughs> never physical. But, like, there were a lot of threats of, like, yeah. you know, I'll do this or yeah. I'll do that. Or if I never had you kids, my life would be so much better. I'd have a boat. I'd have this, you know. Do you guys consider ass whoopings or, like excessive force during ass neg- whoopings. negative reinforcement. As like abuse, abuse? It can be. Yeah. It can be. There's this plenty of times you're doing good. Parents didn't need to, don't need to whoop children out. Because there's times I got hit because I didn't know how to spell shit. Like, yeah. Why you know how to spell this shit? You know how to, like, it, that's I just, don't know that's how just, to spell because I'm learning. You feel know I me? Mean? Like, it's a process. Like, in order to, in order that's to, like, learn something six times something four, or, <laughs> or give it a something, you have to fail. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't understand that. Like, that's what I learned in, in, at work today. We had a meeting about failing. In order to, you know, you have to fail in order yeah. to be good. Mm-hmm. Failing is good. It's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. So, the fact that I didn't know how to do society. Certain, the fact that I didn't know how to do certain things as a young kid, it shouldn't have been negative reinforcement because I didn't know how to do so. It should be like, okay, nope. yeah, you didn't do that well. You know, that's why that's why perfectionism is why that's why perfectionism is formed in some people because mm-hmm. they're taught that if they make mistakes or fail, like it's so bad, and so that's why there's, you become there's no such thing as perfect. Yeah. No so where I see it is that absent fathers, you can have the, you, you have more opportunity to go the way that you believe that your way is. You can find your own path. And an abusive father, you develop, you, you develop tendencies that you don't even know that's taught. That hinder you. Like hinder you. That which that, you were saying earlier that I, I the, say that's that. what I mean. Do but you think she it's became your responsibility though? Like it becomes your responsibility to like find those tendencies and like, like change them for Eventually, the better. Eventually, you yes. know that it is your responsibility. I don't know because I it's, think it's not. It's not. But at some point, you're gonna be like, you have to. You have to change yourself. You like, you have to realize that. Oh, I went through this. I have to better myself now. Except it's yeah. It's like I can't keep living this way. But if I don't change it, I'm gonna just be like, I'm Why just do you the say same you person. Don't know? I don't know because I have a best friend who had a abusive mm-hmm. father. Mm-hmm. But he tries not to be so much like him that he becomes like him. Mm. And that's him have to realize. That. Right. So that's him not accepting. Accepting, accepting himself. That accepting that what he went through. Right. So but he can change. That has to do with his confidence. So it's more it's of a like lack of confidence, you yeah. have to you have to feed into focusing on the difference of you. Yeah. Not the not that I don't want to do this because he did it. No, you do it 
in a different way. Yeah. No, I mean, so a lot of people who are abused, they're they're like, you know, it's oh, my like it's my parents' fault. I'm I'm only the way I am because of the way my parents raised yeah. me. That's acceptance, and that's your confidence. But I don't think it's necessarily acceptance because you're accepting that they did something to you, and that's why you're the way you are. Mm. Whereas, like, if it's something that people like just set up exactly, like you're accepting that did like he did what he did, and like that's why you're the way you are. But you're not accepting that like he did what it is and like you know you're accepting that you were abused you're accepting that you were did wrong in a way and like you're gonna change that it's you're like not that. gonna use that as an excuse as to why you're the way you are yeah, my parents did that to me so i'm gonna do that to you yeah it's that story you told me about the twin boys and the right. one like for like you could be like oh like you want me to tell the story yeah you can say <laughs> <laughs> lot of pressure <laughs> so like basically there were these twin boys who their father like abused them physically mm-hmm. they both grew up the father died whatever they both grew up one became like a lawyer and he was very successful has like a loving family and like kids of his own where he's like you know absolutely adores him and stuff and then you have the other brother who became like just like his father yeah. he became a raging drunk he became like abusive to his own kids and all that stuff and when you ask them like you know why are you the way you the way you are? They yeah. both said because of my father. Yeah. So like in the sense of like the one who became the lawyer and who had to accept he accepted that the, his father hurt him. He accepted that he had his own fault. He, he he took he it. right. He he worked through his issues. He took the time and he decided who he wanted he to be. Therapy, yeah, therapy. He yeah. He decided who he wanted to, to be, be and not what his father like quote unquote made him. I out could be, be like my father. Or I could be the right. Opposite. It was your choice. You decided to you know, reject the, the, the abuse that your father like put upon you and you decide to make your own person, or you can just accept that, you know, your father abused you and that's who you are and you can't do anything about it. And you're just going to live like that. I got to need to, I'm going to just do it to my kids. But yeah, I think that in my situation, I think my dad took how he was raised and said like, it's unfair and put it on us. But I think I'm a generation where I'm saying like, I don't want my kids to have to suffer like this. So like, this is, yeah. (laughs) I I just think I'm like, I don't want my kids to suffer like this. So I'm going to change myself for the better of them because I never want them to have to go through this. Mm -hmm. Whereas if I was in a few months, sorry. I'm sorry, but with that is just, you say it now, just Follow through. Gotta follow through. It's yeah. easy to say something and then actually do it. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. this is like, you're not gonna remember this now, probably, but when you do have kids and you get to that point, you probably not remember, but then it's like, you know, because your parents probably did the same it thing. It just I'm takes gonna effort. Kids like that. Mm-hmm. They did the exact same thing. But I think, I think what's, I'm trying to put together is her question is like, do you still feel responsible to, what was your question about? I think I said something like, "Is it your responsibility to, to like change, like yes. yourself, to, to change yourself, like yes, because you're the only one responsible based for you off and what your you parents did to you." And then you, I think up. it is your responsibility because at some point, you if have you're to aware realize, and you're doing nothing, yeah. At some point, you have to realize when you get to a certain like, I, like I like with my mother, there's things I, I I used to blame her for, like yo, why did she do this? Why did she do that? But now I sort of realize like she did the best she she fucking could. Right. Mm-hmm. I went through that shit. I can't keep holding on to that shit. It may well, not I, have been the best for you yes. or like what you have wanted, exactly. but it was what she could have done. So instead of sitting there blaming her and, mm-hmm. and setting like, oh, I wish things could have been dwelling on the past. I said, you know what? I accept it because I want that men with that, that bond me to my mom to be a little stronger. I'm going to accept it. I'm, I'm going to forgive her. That was a big step. Mm-hmm. 
for, forgive her and accept what happened. And I'm going to try to self therapy myself and self, you know, Maybe, okay. you, know you know, just. Maybe I my, misunderstood the question. Yeah, just correct myself about, you know, what I need to do for me. Because now, mm-hmm. now, you know, she, 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 she's, you know, she's at her age where she's about to retire and stuff like that. I'm at an age where I need to, I need to handle my own shit. Mm-hmm. I can't. So your mom's at the age, but she about to retire. Well, she got like six more years. That's, that's <laughs> close that's, enough. That's, that's I don't like, like, to retire like next year. If it was year, 10, like, that'd be different. Five years. What's the retirement five, age? Like 62 or something Yeah, but like six that. years, that's, that's nothing. That's only... That's, your mom's in her low 15? So she got like she got plenty of time. Years. Yeah, but I mean... 50's so, the new... 50's the new 30. No, it depends on how long you work there. My mom worked... No, no, I think retirement age is still 60. No, it depends on the organization. Well, I know that as a why you can get a... It depends on the order. The average is the number. Yeah, that's the average. I know people retire at different ages, Mm -hmm. but I you can choose like me. I'm like thirty. You start getting your social security at like sixty-two. Yeah, but you're talking about the government. He's retiring from. She's retiring from money. She saved the organization. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. So yeah, but well, for that, that's you know. I think. I think all in all, I think we all agree that abusive. both yeah, of them abusive. is a very wild. dwindling, but abusive is definitely the worst. Definitely. And uh, I, I wouldn't wish anybody to have either one, but unfortunately, that's just the reality. And, you know, we just, you got to think positive and keep on pushing through because your life matters. And Please even- get help. Talk to a therapist. It's amazing. It sure is. Don't talk to the barber. Don't talk to the hair salon person. Don't talk to your best friend. (laughs) Talk to a professional. I talk to Scar. Don't talk to animals. Don't talk to... Don't talk to insects. Cabinets. Don't, don't talk to walls. Don't talk to anything inanimate. Scar's a good listener, guys. Don't talk to anybody who's just listening. Talk to a professional. But they need to give input sometimes. He gives input. Uh Uh-huh. Right now, he just turned his face away from you. What does that mean? He's not willing to listen to you. Hey, guys. Big Body here. Don't we have a special treat for you? Listen, we had a game that we played, and we need to know who won. So please comment so we can see who won the Feed Me Challenge. So what it is is myself and Equan went against each other with, with Annalise and Daph. We need to know who ate the most in 60 seconds. So, here it is. That's the avocado, Daphne. This is tortilla. You, yep, you got it. Oh, God. That's, that's, um, that's, no, that's, yeah. Reach, reach. That's, that's the meat. Yep, yeah. put it in there. Yep, grab more to the, to the right, right foot. Grab it. Oh! Grab it. Grab it, yep. Yeah. Put it in there. Nice. Avocado right there. Nice. Nice avocado little meat. Little yeah. meat, yep. Yep. I know that's a Yep. A little avocado. Uh huh. Yep. Oh, you got a far reach. Far left. Yep. Yeah. Grab it. Don't grab it. Yeah. Grab it. Grab it. Grab it. Nice. Nice. Corn. Corn. Grab it. Oh, that's so. Oh, my God. That's so much. Oh, my God. All right. Yep. Grab the tortilla. Grab the tortilla. Grab all right, slowly. You're making it. All right, bring it up. Bring it up. Oh, nice, nice. Put it down. Now wrap this bitch up. Wrap, wrap. Put it sideways. Oh, Put it 